The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Dispatch pre-draft shows and this time we will talk with Thomas Monte and the Swedish World Junior Championship coach that coached Lucas Raymond in the World Junior Championships. We will speak to Frölunda's coach Roger Runberg who coaches Lucas Raymond on a regular basis and has seen him progress throughout the year and at the end we will listen to Get the Voice Postons Johan Rilander, who is the beat writer for Frölunda and has his insight on Lucas Raymond because this episode is about one of the top picks in the draft, Lucas Raymond of Frölunda. And uh, there are some interesting things here. Both Montaigne and Runberg says that they can understand if a coach would want to move him to center further down the line. I think this is a really interesting thing that hasn't really been brought up. There's been different success with this move. Um, Elias Pedersen comes to mind as the most successful and I think this is something that can raise Lucas Raymond's stock in the draft which has fallen a little bit due to his illness before the World Union Championship and not playing as much SHL games as he could have had. Make sure to follow Johan Rylander at Gothenburg Post for his uh, deep insight into Frölunda and something that we all should cherish as Montreal Canadiens fans, as he will have a very good eye to follow Matthias Norlander's progress in the front of the ranks for the next season. The order will be Thomas Montaigne, Roger Unberg, and then Johan Rylander at the end. Thank you guys for listening. Lucas Raymond. He's a draft prospect. He's top five, at least, after the emergence of Tim Stutzler um, and some of the Canadian and American players. How did he um, perform during the World Juniors? And, and what is your thought process on him as a player? Uh, I think Lucas did a, I think he did, did a good World Juniors. I mean, you've got to have in, in the perspective that he was out for for almost six weeks before he came. So I think he had, he had like two full practices and one exhibition game before the world juniors started uh, because he uh, had, been, uh, had been out with some, some issues in, in, in Frölunda for a while. So I think uh, coming into the tournament with those, uh, with those uh, preparations, I think he did, uh, he did really good. I mean, he, we we try to manage his ice time a little bit in the in the beginning, but the feeling was that he he just got better and better for every day, and he really helped us in the in the group stage. I think he he scored some some good goals, and he did he gave us a he gave us together with Alex they gave us a, like a second line take some second line scoring, and and they worked the second power play for us, and that was what is that was good as well. So I think. Uh, I think overall he, he should be satisfied. Uh, in, in the end, I think he, he felt when we came up against the Russians uh, that he was a, 
a couple of years younger, but I think uh, my hope is that he can use that to his advantage this year when when hopefully him and Alex are the two guys that are, are going to lead our first line. What What is his strength as a player? He's obviously scored some fantastic goals, especially in the uh, under-18 final last year. But but is it goal scoring only, or, or does he have a, a multifaceted game? No, I think he's. I think yes. I think he's more of a playmaker than a than a goal scorer. I mean, he he scored some big goals, and he, and he scored some goals for us as well. And he can score goals, but but I think the feeling is that he's more like a, he's more of a playmaker. I mean, I, I always describe him. He has a he's like a centerman, but he plays on the wing. So I think I mean the the. The playmaking abilities, his 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 vision, his poise with the puck, and I think just uh, just uh, being able to play in the in the tight areas and being being able to find players in 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 tough situations, I think that's his uh, that's his biggest trademark. Bringing this up is is this a chance for him to maybe develop into a center further down the line, or or would you, with your experience and and your expertise, keeping on the wing? No, I, I could definitely see him as a center. I mean, we actually talked about it for for next year for uh, for the World Juniors. I mean, it's always tough to find to find centers, and and I mean, uh, he has all the the qualities as a, as a playmaking center. So, for sure, he I could see him as a center definitely. So we'll see where it uh, we'll see where it takes off. I think he's going to play in the on the wing in Frölunda for for this, this upcoming year, and then then when he gets uh, overseas, we'll see what what happens to him. Yeah, we saw that with Elias Pettersson a little bit. We've seen it with uh, yeah. uh, Lucas Vedemo as an example as well, and others that has yeah. gone the the and, and you haven't coached him, but yeah. Jesperi Kotkaniemi did this in his draft year as well. He played wing yeah. and then moved into center further yeah. down the line. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I, I mean, and I, I had Elias the same thing, and he we talked a little bit about him at the World Juniors as well, playing on the playing as a center. He wanted that, and and. So we knew we had an option on that. I don't know if Lucas has played center when he was younger. I, I know Elias had played earlier, so that's. I mean, uh, if he never have played, maybe that's a, a thing to to take in in the perspective. But uh, as a hockey player and as a skilled player, he definitely has the qualities to 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 play as a center. He's playing in Frölunda. Does that automatically give him a little bit of the edge uh, compared to other players? With the experience they have in developing NHL players and, and uh, the youth program they have, I think it's both ways. I think, I mean, for sure, it's a, it's a it's a great uh, it's a great program, and a lot of good players has come out of there. But they're also one of the top teams that always tries to, to be uh, to, to be the the contender every year. So I think uh, if you look at Lucas this year, when he he got some he got some injuries and things like that to set him back, and I think. The, just the roster squad in, in Frölunda was too tough for him to break. So I think uh, I think for next year it's going to be different. I think Fogimo is heading to to LA Kings, uh, and I think that's a spot that it's going to open up. But I think it's it's both things. I think he gets a he gets a good development. He gets some some good practice and education. But also he maybe he, he has a tougher time of, of getting the big minutes in the in the pro league. Uh, Especially last year, but we'll see this year. And I think I think it's all going to come down to who, what he does. And I mean, I think it's I think that's the the case with all the young players. I mean, it's of course you need to be in a good environment and a good club and a good good team that that gives you the gives you the opportunities and give you the the, the chance to work out and and 
and develop. But I think in the, in the end, it's going to come down to what what you do and how much time you, and effort you put in uh, in your own development. Lucas Raymond will be drafted this year. He's one of the top ten prospects in the draft. How would you describe Lucas' year? He struggled with a virus, but still and and playtime with your team. Um, but he has performed well when he had the, t- the chance in both the under twenties and in SHL. Oh, it has been more of a uh, character building year for him. He has been. Uh, he hasn't. Uh, haven't uh, given a spot in my team with playing with seniors so he has to earn every minute of of time he played and he has done it in a terrific way um, growing his character every, every day. His strength is obviously his vision for the game and his hockey IQ uh, is this something you can build upon for next year? Yeah I think before we can see his strength uh, in in in, uh, in the men's league he, he has some stuff to do off the ice physically too so he he's strong and fast enough to 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 show his strength uh, hockey wise is that something obviously this is something you're doing right now with the off season training where um I've heard rumors that he has worked very hard on the Frölunda playbook. I've heard that he's uh, you, you put him on Ryan Lash spot next to Ewell Lundqvist for next season. Is this part of partly building his character and partly learning how to be a professional hockey player? It was a long question. <laughs> uh, for the first part of the question, uh, he, like every other player in my team, need to find the perfect balance between creativity and structure. So um, he is an offensive-minded player, need to work a lot with the playbook and the structure so he can relax uh, and play through the instinct in the creative part. And that's impossible if he is not confident on how we are actually playing the system here in Frölunda. So that, that's, uh, that's, some, that, that's a huge... Uh, uh, step for him to to next year that he he should know the playbook better he should uh, be more comfortable and confident playing our system and then I think he can uh, put more energy on onto his uh, offensive game and uh, sitting next to you Alun Quist there is hardly a, a better player to sit next to to learn the professional game is that part of your thinking as well it is uh, I, I think uh, he's the best role model he he can. Uh, ever get and uh, UL doesn't need to talk to him he has need to show by example and what's what's right and what and what's wrong and uh, Lucas is a quick quick learner and he has uh, a big respect for UL so I think it's a perfect match I spoke to Thomas Montaigne um, last week and he said that they had thoughts about putting uh, Lucas as a center if injuries were to happen during the World Junior Championships. Is this a transition that you could see happening in Frölunda or would you rather keep him on the wing? I will for sure keep him on the wing. So, uh, But he's a, smart, uh, he's a smart kid and I, uh, I, I think it's possible for him to, to learn to play in the middle too. But he's more... Right now he has... Uh, better confident and better habits playing on, on, on the side so 
So he will not play in the middle in Frölunda. But he could still make that transition in NHL much in the same way maybe as Elias Pettersson did when he went over to Vancouver. Or do you see it as an impossible move at that late in his career? No, 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 no. For sure, for sure he can can do that because uh, it's a different hockey and it's a small rink and uh, maybe different systems too. And uh, long term, if uh, if I had him in a National Hockey League team, maybe I... Uh, have have uh, would have chosen to 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 walk that path but uh, not right here right now that's thank you very much roger it's always a pleasure talking to you enjoy uh, the sunshine and uh, be tough on those boys yeah you you don't need to remind me on that thank you and we're here with Johan Rilander of the Gothenburg Post you're the beat writer for Frölunda and a fan and uh, hopefully a friend of Habs Eyes on the Price. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Um, we're here to speak about Lucas Raymond, and we're doing this over the phone, obviously, with social distancing and everything. Uh, Lucas Raymond has come through the Frölunda organization. He had a bit of an up-and-down year with injuries, illnesses, and, and uh, not playing as much as maybe we thought in the A-team. But where do you see his strength? First of all, he's got an excellent vision. He can pass the puck, he can dribble at high speed, and he can finish. If he gets the puck in an open area, in an open flood area, he will most certainly put the puck in the top shelf. I've seen him do that so many times uh, throughout the years. His wrist shot is excellent. It's quick, hard, and accurate. Yeah, I've spoken actually with some guys uh, that has played against Lucas Raymond as juniors and, and or at least practiced with him and they all say the same thing. His wrists are magical both strength-wise and uh, skill-wise when it comes to deking or, or dribble someone in high, at high speed. Um, do you think that Frelunda will be able to use that next year? Absolutely. I've, from what, I, what I've heard, he's going to get a big role in the first power play unit, maybe even replacing Ryan Lash. And he was the best player in Frölunda last year. And and do you think that would be a good way to, to put him into the team? We've seen some of his skill when he has played in, in Frölunda this season, but comparing him to, to Holtz and Hugo, he didn't really get the opportunity to play the top two lines and get that chance to play... Uh, in the offensive zone. When he got the chance to play, he got the offensive zone starts, but he didn't really get to play that often. This will change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But first of all, you have to remember that Lucas had a, during the season, he got mysterious sick. That was, this was before the COVID-19 outbreak and the, the doctors couldn't find anything and took several tests and the, Eventually, he got diagnosed with mononucleosis, I think the word is in English. And he lost valuable time in the gym. He lost valuable time on the ice. And uh, during the season, he had to to learn and study the Frölunda playbook. And uh, this came at the expense of losing his own attacking creativity. He lost a lot of that because he was 
he had to play in the system, and it, the system uh, you have to be a two-way player. You have to be back de- defending a lot, and uh, and uh, he was he was better and better in the end of the interrupted season, I would say. You mentioned that he has to sit on the sideline. He uh, had to study hard uh, theoretically uh, the hockey book of of Frölunda. Does that speak to his character? Absolutely. When when he was he was actually transferred down from the eighteen to the junior under twenty junior team, and uh, and when he was when that was a fact, he, he, there was no complaint. There were no complaints, and none at all. He just took the opportunity to get more ice time. He uh, got more responsibility. He had more time to develop, and uh, a young player needs time on the ice, not on the bench. What is what? Where do you see his weaknesses? Are there any weaknesses? I wouldn't say there are many weaknesses. He's he's still a bit small and not fully developed body-wise. He needs more muscles and maybe more hardness to play against uh, grown men sometimes you could sometimes you could see uh, heavy defenders just uh, boxing away in the corners he, he i think he has a really good balance do you think that will help him even if he builds up more strength we've seen that some players build up a lot of muscles and then they lose some of that skating technique or or the balance on on the on the skates. Uh, I don't think that's an option for Lucas because he's he's so smart in everything he does, and he he won't uh, get too muscled up. I wouldn't say that. It's also part of the Frölunda system. There, there's been players that are relatively small. Uh, Andreas Johansson, Arthur Lekkonen has succeeded and gone on to the NHL. Uh, in order to to um, through the Frölunda system, it is a very good system. We got Rasmus Dahlin as well. Um, there are quite a few players that are on the verge from from the last years when Roger Runberg took over, and and it's borderline NHL players. What is making Frölunda's system so great? Well, I mean, first of all, it. It's Andreas Johnson, not Andreas Johansson. <laughs> I have to correct you there. The You're fair play, fair player. play. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, uh, a small Swedish organization that had 82 drafted players throughout the years must be doing something very good. Uh, the A team has an open and stated goal: at least 50 percent of the players must be educated educated in the Frölunda Academy. And the last two times, 2016 and 2019, Frölunda has won the Swedish Swedish Championship. That has been a fact. Over 50% of the players were educated in the Frölunda Academy. And and that, I would say, is one of the biggest uh, strengths with the strengths with the Academy at you get a chance to play if you're a young player, and you get a chance to to go up in the in the A team at a young age. And if the players can see that, it also 
attracts other players from around Sweden to come to the Furland Academy. A lot of players have been coming to the academy throughout the years. Players like Alexander Wenberg of the Columbus Blue Jackets and Eric Gustafsson. Uh, he was transferred to Calgary Flames, right? Yeah. Yeah. They came from Stockholm and came to Sweden. To Sweden. They came from Stockholm and came to Gothenburg and got their final education to get ready for the NHL. You, you mentioned Arthur Lekkonen of the of the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, he was also one of those players that came from Finland and, and got, got his last last education to get ready for the NHL. Yeah, and same with Matthias Jarnmark and hopefully for Montreal fans, Matthias Norlinder, who just signed with Frölunda. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's on. one of the most interesting players for the next season, Matthias Norlinder. Uh, I would say I have a lot of expectation that uh, Frölunda can develop him to a, to a real good NHL player. And I've spoken to Roger about it, and and uh, we sort of agree that there are some things that reminds him about uh, from from Matthias Norlin that reminds him about Erasmus Dahlin. He They got the same explosive time of dynamic, bringing the puck out of, of their own zone and bringing it into the offensive zone and and dealing with it there. Um, it will be a great thing. He signed for two years, so there will be plenty of time to to observe him and learn. How to become a even better player? Yeah, he likes to jump in in the offense, uh, offense, and uh, I think that's a that's a pretty good chance that he will get more and more developed here in in Gothenburg. Thank you, Johan. It's always great to speak to you. I appreciate you taking the time on your day off. Uh, no worries at all.